Coming to you straight out of Anchorage, Alaska, it's the one and the only Brave in the K-Hive podcast. And this week, we're going to discuss the Tara Reid situation. I know you guys are tired of it, so I'll try to make it fun. I'll try to make it funny, and I'll just drop it at the end when it's time. (laughs) All right, let's go. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Today is May 11th, 2020, and it's 8.20 a.m. I'm I'm all the way back. I'm here. I'm a little bit late with this because um, for the last two days, three days, I've been recording episodes and not liking them at all. And I'm like, who wants to, like, nobody wants to hear that bullshit. So... <laughs> So I like, you know, and they weren't that bad. Like I may, maybe I could cut them like the different episodes and like piece together an episode that was like, not, um, I don't know, me rambling about my opinions on things, even though this, that's what this is, but it was like, I'm just going on way too long. So I'm just not going to even, uh, worry about that or touch, um, too much of what I was doing on those episodes. I'm just move forward because we've had the Megan Kelly interview, um, since I did the first one and, And then I did another, and I didn't like it. So we had the Megyn Kelly interview with Tara Reid. And what's been going on the last um, couple days is we've been discussing the different stuff that she added, changed, and and whatevered, right? (laughs) Um, And I don't want to spend the whole time on on Tara because there's... um, you know, a, a couple other things going on in the world. But since we're stuck in the coronavirus um, news cycle, and that's like everything that's going on, and we don't have any sports, and everybody's stuck in the house, um, she's been, her stupid shit has been dominating um, the activist left, I guess I would call it. So call yourself the activist left, left if you're listening to this. <laughs> you're That's what you are. So <laughs> so the people that make the most noise on um and on the Democratic end of Twitter, with where the Democrats hang out and the Bernie Bros harass us, um, and that's what's been going on is this Tara Reid shit. So it's been Tara Reid, Tara Reid, Tara Reid. Bill Maher, who really gets on my nerves, uh, had some great points about it. Um, and one of the things he said was, "We're not going to know um, what really happened, anyways, and we've got to f- defeat Trump." So. What, why are we wasting our time on this? Um, trying to give this one woman closure because of her her pain when pretty soon it's going to be all of our pain if we don't get rid of Donald Trump. And 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 that was a good point he made. And I will take it further and say, because um, she's all, oh, Biden needs to drop out. Well, Biden runs the best numbers against Trump. If you look at the numbers out of everybody that ran this year, Bernie included, the head to head against Trump, uh, when they started, it was certain people could beat him, right? They they would do the numbers where, you know, um, what what they polled compared to him, and and there was a group a list of people that polled to where they would beat him. Um, that would be uh, Joe Biden at the top, Bernie Sanders, um, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren. Who else? There was um, Pete Pete um, sometimes in the polls at first, no, but after a while, yes, because. He, as people got to see him, then yeah, he could beat Donald Trump, and um, somebody else I think pulled to where they would they could beat him. 
maybe it was Booker or somebody. Um, but the one that that stood out was always Joe Biden. Joe Biden always ran the best numbers against Trump versus Trump on any of the polls that they had had had. Um, I don't think Bernie ever polled as good as or maybe one time he did. But Biden must have probably had the flu plus the coronavirus. And also he like broke all of his his limbs and he was just like rolling in. That would be like the only way Bernie could beat him. <laughs> um, so. Hi, y'all. The fucking terror. I'm calling it the Tara Reid hoax. This is what I, I'm doing now. Because I'm I after her interview, I realized it was a hoax. Not just somebody that was um disturbed or um, you know, ha- having issues or having a psychotic break or something like that, right? There was it because you you figure like what the fuck is going on with this woman? <clears throat> that she had to be um mentally ill or something for her to, to behave that way. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I've changed my mind. She's just a bad person. And I, I should have realized that when um, she linked up with Katie Halper, who is a bad person. Okay. Quote me on that. Katie Halper is a terrible person. Um, I think Ryan Grimm is a terrible person. And when you see the, all these three people that hang out together and you realize that they're terrible people, well, there you go. That's all that is, is that's a terrible person that's hanging out with terrible people. That's terrible. I'm doing some investigations on, look, I I sound like a, like, I'm like, Hey, I'm a private eye. I'm not, and I'm not trained for it, but you know, I did, I, history was my major. We did a lot of research. So like, I'm usually doing, if I do research, it's on somebody um, that's dead. <laughs> So we already have all the facts usually, unless, you know, there's like a, a trove of information that comes out. Um, we were working on some stuff in my last class was, was a Spanish American history. It was about the Cuba. Um, there's sort of some paperwork papers in Cuba that they were doing. And um, I was going to do be like the research assistant, but I decided not to because I was like the only person in the class that could read Spanish. <laughs> like, And this is it was it was a super white class. Like I looked around one day cause like I was totally comfortable, you know, <laughs> you know me, I'm just like, Hey, so I'm like totally comfortable and I'm, everything's fine. And I looked around and I noticed, um, I was the only black person. <laughs> and it was like at the end of the, like the last class, I was like, huh, like, wow. Like there was like a Samoan in there and you know, we always like sat next to each other. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we always sat next to each other and, um, there was just me and the small girl and that's it. And like, I don't even know why we sat next to each other. We were like two totally different people and we never even really talked. <laughs> we just always were like, Hey, I'm going to sit by you. So I, um, yeah, I can do investigations if I use my, um, <laughs> my history brain. So, um, that's what I've been doing. I've been really, um, like digging into it and trying to figure out what's going on with this story. And I've been, and I'm going to put up, um, some more information as soon as I get it all worked out and I'm going to, you know, produce another article because there's some shit that is really, really hanky with her case. But now like what, what all, all we really need to do, because we've, that's enough. We've heard from her. Um, she said she wanted to have her say, that's great. You had your say. That's great. Woohoo. You had your say. Yay. I'm all about people having their say. Um, there comes a point when everybody no longer has to listen to you though you know you can have your say all you want to you have your platform whatever say whatever you want um but we don't have to spend our time um worrying about it or working to make sure that you have 
the the platform that you need to say whatever that you have to say over and over and over and over and over and over. Like you can, you've said it, you've had your say, whatever. Um, and what one of the things she did at the um, end of the in in this episode of 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 Megan Kelly's whatever. I don't even know if this is a show. I think she just like this is the only thing she's done lately is this little thing with Kara Reed. <clears throat> I don't know. She did get a significant settlement when she left NBC. Um, she well, okay. When they booted her ass from NBC, <laughs> Megan Kelly got a, a very good settlement, which she was entitled to. I'm not one of those people that thinks that think that she shouldn't have got um, paid out for her contract. I do believe she should have. That's what they get for hiring her. They should have had to pay her that plus some, because they should have never hired her. Okay, and they should never have uh, got rid of. Tamron Hall for her ever nothing Mm -mm. so um really they should have to pay Tamron Hall like 50 million dollars just for fucking having to deal with deal with the the stress of being replaced by Megan Kelly (laughs) but um Megan Kelly's a terrible interviewer um in 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 some ways but in some ways uh people aren't realizing that she has slight flashes of brilliance and a lot of people don't realize how brilliant she was in this little little moment in time when she was doing the interview because she'd softballed the fuck out of her I think that was by mutual agreement at you know she probably you know got some uh, some questions that Tara wasn't going to answer and whatnot because it didn't seem like there was anything that she didn't answer so you know she didn't um they they worked it out beforehand what she was going to be willing to answer and uh Megan she's trying to get back out there because this is her profession um and she probably wants to like run OAN or <laughs> or or get her job back at 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 Fox or something which she should be able to get her job back like see me to me I think that we should have um right wingers like her not like like Laura Ingraham because even though Megan Kelly's a racist she's not insane right so you have insane racist and then you have uh not insane racist the kind that like Megan Kelly doesn't really know she's racist. She thinks she's a fucking straight up <laughs> when she finds out she's racist. She, re- she reacts terribly to it, you know, um, <clears throat> because she doesn't really know, but she'll, she'll offer a little apology, but she, she doesn't really believe that uh, we have her pegged right, but she, she, she is, is, is kind of racist. Um, I'd rather have her than Laura Ingraham, who I think is fucking insane. Um, like literally, like if I had to, make one of them had to be my roommate from hell for a semester in college i would totally pick megan kelly over lower fucking cuckoo ass ingraham fuck that cuckoo crazy at least megan kelly would put on a mask and some gloves and like not give me coronavirus even though she would probably like touch my hair and like (laughs) ask me questions about my hair grease like 50 times so you put this grease on your hair do all black people do that that's what i imagine megan kelly doing that as she's putting on her black face mask every night to trigger me (laughs) so the fucking thing about this fucking interview tara is doing it in person y'all remember how she was like oh i can't do the don Don lemon interview oh i can't go on chris wallace because i'm in danger somebody sent me a death threat love this motherfucker went on megan kelly she went and met that met her in person and they said, like, I'm like, and y'all in the same room, like, everything's okay. I noticed that she had her sitting, like, kind of way away from her. Because, like, you know, Megan Kelly's not trying to, trying to catch no fucking coronavirus and shit. And she had the, the bright floodlights on, like, the fucking, 
get rid of your wrinkles, motherfucking lights or some shit. You know, Megan Kelly was just, she's just a weird person, but she had a flash of brilliance when she asked her of one particular question. Were they crotchless underwear? Do you know? I cannot get over how, number one, she was dead ass serious about this. (laughs) Number two, just the fact that Tara wouldn't say no and like ended up fucking trying to, oh, well, I was meeting my boyfriend later. Boom. You were, that's what you're saying is you were, that's your, that's your story. It, it completely like totally ruins everything for, 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 um, Tara. Cause it, it's stupid. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't, but you, this is what you're going to say. You remember specifically wearing crotchless underwear while you, cause you were going to go beat your, you knew you were going to meet your boyfriend that night. That's what was going on. You are hilarious, but you can't remember where it happened, when it happened. Do you even know what time of day it happened? So we got seven months that she worked there. Oh, and not, let's just, let's, let's back up a second. We, we've lost a month of her employment. <laughs> I, I, somebody gave me a. A, a form um and it showed that she'd been charged with um some sort of check misdemeanor maybe um either some some check hiding fraudulent check maybe she wrote a check on a, a closed account whatever she did it was wrong it was wrong enough for her county to charge her and you know people aren't really getting charged if they get insufficient funds right because i've gotten insufficient funds many times but um yeah so she ended up getting charged and the charge was on August 2nd. She was on, she, her termination date from her job was August 6th. So I'm like, is this why she got fired? Oh my God. So our end of Twitter totally ran with that shit. I was in Twitter jail. So like, I was like, Ooh, okay, I'm leaving going home. And when I saw people grab onto it and they, they were not saying it like I was saying it. which was a question because you know i asked my shit in the form of a question because i really i'm not sure yet right <laughs> but they're like Mm-mm, yeah that's probably why and instead that's probably went from probably to certainly and i was like oh no we're in a game of liberal telephone and like i couldn't I, there's no way you can stop it once it goes <laughs> all you can do is just shut up and like sit back and like be like yeah it was my fault i posted it and like i posted something way in the middle of the night when i knew <laughs> when i knew that nobody was gonna be on twitter like so i was like <laughs> like two o'clock in the morning i was like it was my fault <laughs> but like i i think i i claimed that it was nothing wasn't my fault <laughs> none of it was my fault and i i posted it like really 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 late so that nobody could see it and, and it worked out for me because i got to go ahead and confess my sins and at the same time nobody saw right <laughs> i think only like a hundred people <laughs> So I was like, cool, cool, cool. So <clears throat> I'm not convinced. So she had her lawyer put out a statement saying that she left in July. So that wasn't the reason why she was fired or let go or she quit or whatever the, the, the case may be. Now it's July. What when in July? We didn't get a date for that or anything like that. The only date we have is still August 6th. I'm not sure. Okay. That she, cause there was a, a, a recess for Congress in july i'm not sure that she wasn't doing this this check stuff while she was um back home when they were out of you know congress was out and maybe she got arrested or something and 
you know, she had, she had to tell her, her boss or whatever, Hey, you know, I got arrested, but I've made, I made the check good or whatever, or I don't know what happened. Maybe she got arrested and couldn't take care of it immediately. And I see, this is me speculating. And then they said, okay, well, when, when work starts back up, we're going to just, you know, it's done. You know, you don't have to even come back. Don't bother coming back. And then they just put her, but because the termination date though, should usually be the last, the, the date where they fired you. That should be it. Like where the date where you're supposed to be your last day. And that was the last day of Congress. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily believe the, and also the, I don't believe it that she wasn't fired for the checks because of the dates. It's just, it's too coincidental. There's always so there's too many coincidences in this thing with Tara. Right. But I'm not going to say for certain that that's what it was. So I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm leaning towards that wasn't the first time or there was some, some series of her doing sh stuff like that, maybe bouncing checks around town because she has a history of having these, these financial things that she does wrong. And, you know, she has, I know for, for sure that she has defrauded one person out of $1,400. And that's um, Lynn from the pregnant mare rescue. She defrauds her friends. That's her own friend. So I don't know what she was doing. And then her, her husband had said something about he was, you know, she, he ended up financially supporting her after, you know, she lost her job. I'm not so sure that the check is not why I'm not sure that this isn't something that had been going on for a while because it says that um, there was a check program since 1989 there. It says that, you know, you have to <clears throat> be out of compliance with the program for them to um to prosecute you and looks like they were they're like prosecuting her so i don't know what she did but it, it 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 pulls back away from the idea that this is just this innocent young woman who is just a fresh young ingenue uh, uh, just right out of college kid to this is a 29 year old woman who was committing check fraud and the idea that she couldn't have possibly been fired for cause is insane. People are are are, are running with her stories, um, the shit that she says, like it's gospel. And I'm like, hold on, you need to hold on a second. We don't know. And since she was an employee of Biden's office, which was really employee of the the, the United States government, they can't tell us why she was fired. They can't talk about her employment record. They can't talk about any of that shit. That's protected information. And everybody knows that. Well, fuck, everybody doesn't know that. Everybody knows that that works in, in, in kind of HR or you have employees, then you know what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. Um, you're not an idiot. Like when I worked in HR, I wasn't allowed to um, tell you why a person was fired, really. I could just tell you what date they worked there. I could tell you um, they were good at, at something. I could tell you they were employees, employee of the year if I wanted to, but I couldn't tell them that motherfucker was stealing garbage bags and paper plates from <laughs> that we had for, for, for whatever, you know, I can't tell them that you were stealing boxes on your day off. I can't tell them, you know, that I caught you in the bathroom having sex with somebody. I can't tell them any of that shit. I couldn't tell them any fucking thing about you. And there were some people there that like we had to let go because they were drinking and, um, I can't even tell you any identifiable information about that. I can just say, oh, I could like talk about it now. But I, if I tell you who it was, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> but, you know, we had people that were operating heavy machinery 
while drunk. There we had people would have drug tests that would come back with cocaine, meth, and heroin in their system. And we had to let them go. We could not tell you that if you called up. Number one, especially the um, anything about your drug test, because that's covered by HIPAA laws. We weren't allowed to do that. Well, we're in your employer. We really, we still couldn't do that. But like at the, the, that's one of the things that I, I, I don't understand about her asking Biden about this in this intake form now and thinking that he would have it in his possession somehow, because that's, if this is a counseling in, intake form, then that's falls under, you know, the, the counseling center that she went to. Well, that's covers your medical shit, right? That's a part of your medical records, especially if you wrote stuff on there that talks about like your state of mind and or maybe however you were feeling, depression, whatever like that. That stuff is nobody's business. You, you could have, we don't know what you wrote on there. You could have wrote that I'm a substance abuser and I'm having this problem and that problem. That stuff should never go to your employer because it's a violation. You, the, unless your employer sent you because they knew you were a substance abuser, then they could get like an update on your progress, but you can't go into all the details. So and that is the, this is the only reason I even give a fuck about hip laws because I always had to deal with hip laws, but you have to worry about, I got, I'm starting to worry about um, the media because they're just taking everything she's saying and they're just regurgitating it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, yo? So if this is a medical thing where, because, you know, a lot of people don't see it, but counseling, therapy, shit like that, that's medical. That falls under medical. You you use your medical insurance if you're paying for it. Otherwise, like I think the government right now, they have EAP services um, and they pay for it. So I would liken it to something like that if you're doing counseling. Because um, she was going in there into the counseling center um, to to talk to them about this problem that she was having. So they try to give you an assessment after you do the intake. Well, your intake forms and all that stuff goes together in your file, in your medical file. That's not something that would ever go back to your boss, to your office. That would not go there. Um, that would be kept with your file. If if you if you didn't get it back, that's weird. Did you turn it in? Did you do your did you do your um? Because you have to like talk to the person after you turn your intake form in, and they'll tell you to wait, and then you go back and you do an assessment. It's usually on the same day. I know this because I, we've I've had to deal with people, and usually unless they're busy, it's on the same day. Otherwise, you will schedule your appointment to come back and do your assessment, right? What is she talking about? I don't think she knows the process of intake and assessment for counseling. Um, they, they do the same thing at work that they do outside of work. Like if you go to the um, mental health center in your local neighborhood, they're going to do an intake and they're going to do an assessment. And then they'll discuss whether they can treat you or want to treat you or they'll accept you. You know, it's it, it it's not the way she's making it sound. Like they were supposed to just contact her and and then ream him for whatever things she made up that or whatever she was having a problem with. It's it, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um she doesn't make any sense. You know, I don't know why the focus is all on trying to get the records 
get Biden's records unsealed. What do they think is in there? They, I know they don't. I know this is not about terror shit because really, why would you think that your um, assessment would be in his files, in his paperwork, when instead of being with personnel files, wherever the fuck the, the, the Senate keeps those? Why would you think that? It's like she has this idea that they were more um, significantly attached to each other than they were. It's a, it's, it's weird. Um, you know, like why would his shit and your shit be mixed up? Like you're dating or some shit, like, <laughs> like your, their files are dating each other. Your shit would not be in his shit. He, if he doesn't have employee files for everybody in there, which he, why would you want those? Then he's not got, he doesn't have yours. And she thinks she's like, well, so-and-so wrote notes. Maybe he has those. Why would somebody's personal notes be in his files when they're 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 his assistant they would have their own their own notes and if that's their personal notes that they're taking why you don't know where he but they might have thrown him away he might have took him when he left he, <laughs> when he found to the next job <laughs> but you're not that important for them to be like lovingly storing whatever they said about you, what you were only there like seven months by your own admission. And nobody remembers these meetings that she's talking about. And nobody remembers any of it, any of it. How do you have such a, it's so significant to you. And she's been adding details and adding details and adding details. I've never seen somebody like, okay, wait, maybe I have, but they, I knew they were lying and they knew they were lying, but she doesn't seem to think, she seems to think that everybody's going to just believe her. And it's really weird. It's really weird. So she was asked by Megan Kelly about the underwear. And I actually have a recording. It's not the best recording <laughs> of what she said, what Megan Kelly said to her. are you talking about <laughs> what does what the fuck did she say the first there was no pluck what are you talking about so <laughs> when she says uh were they crotchless i almost fucking died <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> Megan Kelly for that then you saw you heard that right that flash of brilliance. <laughs> she got this woman to like to say that she um that she <laughs> um was wearing crotchless underwear. Well not she didn't say it, but you you saw how she didn't deny it. <laughs> 
and she just kind of like well but it was her fault that that megan kelly said it because she said there was no something um at, at one of those there was no something i don't know what the fuck she said because she fucking there was no fuck pluck 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 i don't know she said <laughs> She's like, excuse me, what? <laughs> ah, no, you need to, uh, she's like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you mean there was nothing much to them? So we're going to have to talk about this. And um, I've, I've got all the, the technical shit out of the way that I wanted to talk about. And the the stuff about how her forms don't, their forms don't fucking exist, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm tired of fucking pretending and going along with the shit. The fucking forms don't exist. Now we're going to just talk about the panties. We can't we can't help but to talk about the panties. We have to talk about the panties. Um it's not really my fault that we have to talk about the panties. Please believe I would rather not ever talk about her panties. But the fact of the matter is if this were true, which is not, she was walking around in crunchy panties all day. Why? Why? So I wasn't old enough back in 1993 to be wearing any kind of dumbass panties like that. Okay. But, but I had a grandmother that wore teddies all the time. She didn't buy the crotchless ones, but one time my uncle came back, my uncle went shopping for her. Um, I can't remember whether it was Frederick's of Hollywood or where it was. Um, she ended up getting so mad because they didn't have a crotch and um, like she was going to kill him. Right. So I do remember what it was like back then, as far as underwear goes. And um, I, that was when people were starting to wear, they, they called uh, thongs G strings and nobody really wore them because you know, that was, that was supposed to be nasty. And, you know, I was wearing briefs because I was like 12 and fuck you. I was wearing briefs. <laughs> to this day, I'll fucking find me a pair of big ass briefs and be like, oh, that looks really big. But I'll <laughs> they look comfortable as fuck. <laughs> so that's what I was. My daughter wears them. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> we should just listen to it again. I don't know what the fuck she said right there. The fuck did she say? That's okay. But are you saying that they were crotchless? You say that it was lingerie. Like, can I just be clear on? <laughs> Megan Kelly is crazy. Can I just be clear on? <laughs> You, you, you know what? I'm an asshole. I don't. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, 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 ooh. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I feel like an asshole because I'm just still like, I'm. Um, I think it's really hilarious. Um, 
it's just really funny. I'm it's fucking funny. She said <laughs> I had something to say. Fuck. And I can't I can't I frick this she made me fucking forget what I was gonna say. Fuck you, Megan Kelly. He pushed it to the side. There's no pluck. Okay, well, see, I don't know what the fuck she said. I will never know. I would have to like probably like I don't know what the fuck I would have to do to 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 <laughs> to figure out what the fuck she said right there. It doesn't make any sense. She literally, I think she literally said pluck. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. What is this woman talking about? <laughs> Are you saying they were crotchless? Fuck you, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly is a terrible person for fucking, at, look, she's killed me. She got me fucking over here, stuck on stupid. Sorry, sorry. Cause see, and this is why I hated the last two episodes. Cause I ended up doing the same thing with Megan Kelly fucking killing me with the fucking questions over here. She, I'm, I'm, I'm going to die from that question. Were you saying they were crotchless? Were you wearing uh crotchless underwear? What the fuck? Was she wearing crotchless underwear? Was she wearing crotchless underwear? <clears throat> I'm going to read a tweet. Okay. No, not, not that one. I'm going to read this tweet. I don't remember, believe Tara Reed would remember she was wearing crotchless panties. Yet forget where she was where this event happened. That was me. I wrote that tweet. I pretty much, uh, let me, this is actually um, plagiarism. <laughs> this tweet is in part plagiarism. Um, <laughs> because I was so, I was just, I couldn't fucking, I can't fucking handle Tara Reid. Um, so yeah, that's plagiarism. I, I, I stole that tweet. I'm not, I don't even think I should have to tell you where I stole it from. I fucking stole it. <laughs> so I've been calling it the Tara Reid hoax for like a while, um, in my, in my personal life. But, um, like, cause you know, I, I just don't, <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> But like I've I've gone like public, uh, public with the fact that it's a fucking hoax. Um, it's so convenient that she just happened to wear the crotchless panties on the day where she was gonna be getting finger banged by Biden, and she also didn't wear her stockings that day. It's like so many coincidences all rolled into one. Wow, how do you do it? <laughs> How do you have so many coincidences? And then also coincidentally, you got charged with check fraud and coincidentally lost your job. Coincidentally, the checks came right by the time you lost your job. But somehow you lost your job because you wouldn't serve drinks like when you fucking started. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like she's she's because she's saying the drinks incident 
right? Happened before she lost uh, control over the interns. Okay, well, the control over the interns it was gone in, in, in April. So it had to have been months before she was fired. What the fuck is going on here? Her timeline is so fucked up. And then she, like, the incident was so, oh, that's my favorite part. Look at the pictures that I've posted on KF Queen B, like with the B-E-E. I'm going to say B with the buzz. Go look at the pictures of the hallway or if you, like, just are randomly around and you're like, can't find them, ask me. I will fucking post them to you. And look at the fucking hallway that she said she got fucking molested in. Okay. The basement hallway is the one she said at the first place, right? Right by the police station, honey. Okay. I think there's like a cafeteria down there. People are coming and going from fucking, yeah, right. Nobody really bought the fucking uh, story where she was downstairs by where the fucking subway is. And there's people coming and going all the time. And somehow there was just this convenient coincidental three minutes for him to finger bang you up against the wall nobody came by if you look at the hallway you can see from end to end of that bitch and at on the at the end there is a fucking old ass desk right that has been there forever with a cop sitting at it because they've fucking been sitting the cop at that fucking desk forever okay for decades okay probably i don't know when they started probably when they opened the fucking building you know what i mean that's just a place where you would put a guard at, especially since that's where the subway coming in at. Um, and you have people, you have guard, you have, you have fucking cops because they have Capitol Police for the Capitol, like C A P I T O L. Um, they're constantly roaming around the building. I was looking for photos of the inside of the Russell Building and inside of the Capitol Building and whatever, because you know you don't know um, which one she's saying this happened. I don't know what she's fucking talking about. Okay. So I'm looking at all the hallways everywhere, right? And the way that the Russell building is organized, they have straight ass hallways. And they're pretty wide so people can get through. So you can see clear from one end to to the next end. Um it's not one of those situations where you're just alone, right? And there's no semi private anything. Nothing I, I haven't found a place yet that was in my private that was in a public area where they would be walking from place to place like that. So I'm looking, though, there's like um little tiny alcohol, but it's an elevator and that's going to open and close. And there's no three minute gap. Right. Um, the other the other uh, hallways, they have doors that open and close all day long because there's people coming in and out. I don't believe her. He this is just and then. Oh, oh, did I tell you the backdrop? This is during the Packwood scandal. If you don't remember. Packwood was um, a kind of a predatory senator. Um, I think he was from Oregon. And he preyed on the women in his office that he would hire. Now, he was progressive when it came to his hiring. He felt like women were the greatest untapped resource in the world. Their women's skill at work and whatever. Um, the women worked out for him. They worked hard for him. They did great work for him in his office. Um, as far as, and he, he had his little uh, roles or whatever he, which, which committee was he on that he loved so much? Maybe it was the banking or something like that. Something to do with, 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 with numbers. And, <laughs> and that was his thing, right? And he would get drunk and he would come on to women and he would push them up against the wall and put his hand up their skirt. All right. Or their shirt or whatever. He would just, and he was, he was kind of like a nerdy guy. So people were just like shocked when he did this and uh, all the stories I've read, they sounded like like 
Reed sounded afterwards. And I'm like, this woman has taken elements of different stories and she's mixed them up because she is angry about something. What is she so mad about? Well, when I'm looking, she didn't start being mad at Joe Biden until she believed until like right after she told her story or whatever, her first story. And somebody called her um, something in the daily dot. She says they called her a Russian agent. And ever since then, she's been pissed off. She said she lost freelance work. You can you can probably find these tweets running around somewhere. She well, lost her 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 um her freelance work, and um she's sad about being called a Russian agent. <laughs> and she's so angry, and she's gonna get revenge. And like I'm like, are you getting revenge? Because like you think Biden had something to do with one of his people saying something. People say things without being ordered right so like if that's if you're this is your revenge great job you've really done it but you've also ruined your own life because you have shown that you're a liar on <laughs> because of your stories that you tell <laughs> and you're insane so let's talk about some of her stories i gotta get off of this subject but let's talk about um a couple of her stories besides the crotchless panties that she conveniently wore on the day where she wasn't wearing any stockings and it was so hot outside that she was like it's unseasonably hot i can't wear any stockings i cannot wear them no so she, she didn't wear the stockings and she's got this crotchless underwear on inside the russell building and she's in the in the hallway with with uh Biden and somehow the hallway is just empty and this is during business hours and nobody comes by for three minutes while she's getting molested up against the wall uh, and this is up against the wall with security cameras everywhere okay so there's security cameras and there's people even so if somebody was just walking by they would have saw um, if they were walking by the hallway they could have saw like all they have to, everybody looks when you when you pass a hallway or something check it out yourself I've noticed this. Everybody looks. It's hard not to look. So if you're walking and there's a hallway coming up, even if you've seen that fucking hallway a million times and you see what goes down there, goes on down there, you still look. It's just normal. So nobody looked. No police came by because and they walk by all day. How is this, Tara? How is this? I don't think you're telling the truth. Um, I do think that maybe he touched you in a way that you felt was inappropriate. And you didn't like it. I do believe that because you're not the first one or the only one. One of the people in the K-Hive says that he um, kind of did, did a, rubbed his nose against her nose like she was a little kid. And it just, she, he was in her space and the touching and, you know, it was very un, inappropriate. That is very inappropriate. That is, <laughs> that is not something you do to a grown woman. Okay. That's what you do to your grandchild. And may, I don't care if you do feel like she reminds you of one of your grandkids and she's so cute. She's just so cute. Don't rub your nose with her nose. Stop it. Stop it. No Eskimo kisses. None of that shit. Okay. Um, Biden seems like the type that would think that was okay. Like, let's do Eskimo kisses. No, Biden, you cannot do Eskimo kisses. So, <laughs> but do I believe that he was just, ah, you know what? I'm just going to forget that I have a wife. And that there's people around and that there's cops and that there's security cameras. And I've never done this before and I'm never going to do it after, but I'm going to fucking molest this woman up against the wall because she was a model and she's got these nice legs. And I think she's pretty like, he never even said that to her. So <laughs> she says that, that, that he, 
they were so mad <laughs> about her not serving the drinks that she complained. And you know, okay, and that's another thing. Her accusation, she said that she formally complained. A number of times she says this. Okay. Move forward to to right before she did the Megan Kelly interview. Biden's called he's calling for the release of anything at all that could possibly have anything to do with her. Oh, now suddenly, well, you know, it wasn't like a formal complaint. It was an informal complaint. Okay, what are we supposed to where are we supposed to look at this? Well, it wasn't really an informal complaint complaint. It was just an intake form. But I like broadly outlined what the issues were. And then you were like, okay, so you did say that he sexually assaulted you on there. No, 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 she says. She didn't say that he sexually assaulted her on there. He also, she also didn't use the words sexual harassment. She just used the words uncomfortable and she knows that word. And we'll see when we find it. And this is the, the shit right there. Even if that they miraculously found some complaint form on an intake form and, and, and it said that, it doesn't solve the case. All it says is that you're being bothered at work. It doesn't say shit about Biden. So how is this a complaint about Biden? Because he wasn't like in your office working with you. You were uncomfortable that he touched your shoulders and stuff and all that stuff and with the, and with the neck. Okay. Did you write all that down? We don't even know if she wrote that down. We don't even know if she turned in the, in the intake form. This is the problem. We don't know anything for fact because almost everything she said is, has been disputed by the people that were actually there. And the only people that can corroborate anything are people she didn't tell for years. And, and except for the one friend. The friend that I debunked last episode. Yes, that one. The one that said that she blocked it out of her memory. And she, uh, <laughs> I blocked out all the memories of it. Because it didn't happen to me, but I was traumatized. So traumatized. She was traumatized, okay? And she hasn't, you know, tried to remember yet. But Tara walked her through things. And she's angry at Biden, too. I'm like, oh, no, thinking that she hasn't talked to Tara in a minute and this is their first time being, um, you know, having any kind of interview done or or whatever when she was with uh, and she was with Katie Halper. Uh, not on, she wasn't together with her, but when she was on Katie Halper. No, nope. I just found out what. She has been in contact with the Vox journalist. The Vox journalist asked her all kinds of questions. Her story matched Tara's this year. She has changed her story again to match Tara's. How is she reliable? None of her corroboration is reliable. Uh, the, the Larry King tape, it, it, it didn't even say shit about how any sexual harassment whatsoever. All it said was, well, she could go to the press. That's the only place she can go to. Dude, th that doesn't sound like it's about any kind of sexual assault. What is going on here? So we've got the liberal press just stupidly going along with this shit. And I'm like... What the fuck is going on? This is a hoax. So Tara Reed is a hoax. Until she brings me some lie detector tests um, that were done by a reputable company. I am I can't fuck with her. Mm -mm. And I can't even talk about the other shit that she's doing. Lord. You know what? This is too much. So that is what's going on in the world of democratic fucking primary politics because for some reason 
we're doing a fucking primary still and Bernie Sanders is still being talked about and thrown in our face and they're harassing us for Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders is apparently so motherfucking awesome so wise and so great that we cannot ever fucking let it go we can't ever stop and that is one of the reason that is one of the reasons I'm just like this has I'm just done I'm done Bernie though for his part he says it's very, very unlikely that he'll run again. Um, that came from an interview with The Hill, I think. Um, I think he was talking to The Hill. He said he's very unlikely to run again. And I am so fucking glad because I just can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I cannot take any fucking more of this Bernie Sanders shit. So Bernie's about to turn 79 this year. <clears throat> and he's not going to uh, carry the banner this time. He probably won't be running for president. That is like the only good news that's really came come out of anything today. <laughs> and I'm fucking because I'm just so you can probably hear my 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 because I'm sound stressed out. Right. I'm so stressed out. You guys. I'm sad. I'm sad that we're even doing this. I thought he was not going to run this time. I figured when Liz Warren got in, he would not get in. We are we were not that lucky. <laughs> we were not lucky at all. <laughs> Our lives are are they fucking suck. And we have to hear shit about fucking crunchy panties and all that. That is this is just <laughs> Look at our fucking lives, man. So Biden has hired some digital, some more digital people for his uh, digital team, which I'm grateful for because um, I feel like his presence online was not big enough and he needs to get more, a lot more people online pushing his message and his surrogates need to get some sort of coordination between them. So they like start getting talking points out and stuff like that. I don't feel like it's, it's, it's okay that I end up having to come up with talking points. I really feel like that's unokay. Like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> These people are paid lots of money to come up with this. Um, it's really up to them. They should be doing it. Not me. It's not fair. Okay. So I'm just going to say that. Um, Buttigieg staffers want Biden to hold a fortnight takeover. I don't understand why they want this, <laughs> but that's what they want. Okay. Um, I guess a rapper, Travis Scott did it and he, he had a, a viral con a virtual concert. Um, and so they want to do one for Joe. I'm so like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Why would that, why would that work for Joe? But what, maybe it will, who knows? But like Joe is not the best on <laughs> on these like podcasts yet. So will he even know what the fuck what it what the fuck it is? Like what's going on with this shit? I don't think so. It'll just end up really all bad. Um Trump is losing his mind lately. They're calling um they're calling it Obamagate. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> so Trump is running around screaming about Obama. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I feel like he's going to, um, he's like trying to do this thing where he's trying to have like a popularity contest against Obama. And um, everybody like on our side really wants him to do it because then, you know, he he's going to lose. But he thinks, I don't know what the fuck he thinks. He thinks that he's in a competition with Obama and like somehow he's like winning. Winning? He thinks he's winning? He's losing. He's been losing this whole time. Um, his economy has fallen apart. Um, all his little attempts at gaslighting is just not working out. Um, everybody's attacking him. Um, but whatever. So let's talk VP and then let's 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 end it after that. Um, for the VP, we have some choices, but uh, some of them I really don't like, and you know that. Um, but the last uh, week, two weeks, whatever, after Stacey Abrams, maybe it's been a week or, or or a little bit more than a week, after Stacey Abrams did her 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 has been doing her. Um, I don't know what you call it. Her campaign for vice president, I've just been like not interested at all. And in the the vice the the last one, I was just done. Um, and here I go. I'm talking about Bernie Sanders again. Bernie Sanders says he has been staying out of it. He's not in the um the 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 group that are vetting the the vice president. So he says he's not he's not really staying in it. He's not really giving his opinion on it. Um, he says that it's a personal decision, which is great. Um. And, you know, I think one of the reasons why Bernie is not really weighing in is because he doesn't want to harm anybody's chances or have any kind of um, fights going on, you know. Um, he was said to have not been pushing Elizabeth Warren, like, on purpose, but he did say um, that she would be an, an, an excellent whatever, I guess. Uh, if if Biden felt comfortable with her, but I that was just because he was asked about that, um, about like if they're like you know they're gonna they're they think he, he's in a feud with her still, and you know he's being you know down on Liz um as VP because of it, and that's a ridiculous thing to even think. No, he's not. Um, it's over. Um, you know what I mean? It was about trying to be president, not the VP. Um. <clears throat> And Biden don't agree on much, so it it they really don't. They don't. They it's because um, Bernie is really rigid, and he's not able to compromise on anything. So everything for him has to be um, in a pure state, right? And you can't you can't really live like that. Nobody lives in a pure country. <laughs> so we don't. America's just not a pure place. So Bernie is out out of the the, the talking about that. Um, but the person who has been getting um, a lot of play as far as it goes for who could possibly be the next VP, um, and this is just organic, people are just writing articles on their own, is Kamala Harris. Because Kamala Harris has been a superstar lately. She's been working her ass off. And you know what? It's not even lately. It's like always. She's always busy so she's always busy and you always see her doing something 
Um, no matter what's going on with anybody else, Kamala's doing her own thing and it's always trying to benefit the people. She's way better person than I am. Okay. So um, I see why her name is coming up. I've been kind of like pulling back from, from saying too much about it because people get all riled up and then they start pissing me off, you know, and they, cause they think it's like, you know, one of those things where, I don't know, it, it's, it's just a, a, it's just a, a way to fight. Right. It's just a weapon right now. Um, and I think this is because everybody's stuck in the house. So Kamala has been doing, uh, working on bills for various things. And she, she just did one with Bernie. And, um, I don't know if it, she should have to fucking spend the whole GE, like defending Biden about this Tara Reid shit like that would suck so hard, but she would also be the best one to do it because she was a prosecutor and she has dealt with, uh, rape cases. Uh, for years. So if there's anybody that's going to know when somebody is doing a hoax, it's going to be her. And I do think that she would have spoken out if she thought Tara Reed was telling the truth. You could tell that Reed is, she's got too many lies going. And you know, when you go, you got, you, when you're just lying and lying and lying, you're not going to be believed by a prosecutor because you started off lying, you're lying. Right. So, um, that is it for the read episode. We're not going to fucking do read anymore after this. I'm fucking done. Okay. I'm fucking done. All right. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of dealing with her. Um, she's had her fucking say. I just want her to, are you done? Okay. Because none of us get closure. Like most of us, we don't get shit. We don't get nothing. Motherfucker's not even prosecuted. He goes and does whatever he wants. He can come in our face and fucking laugh at us. And that's her life, right? And he's not famous. So we don't get to have that fucking revenge of telling everybody and, and harming his reputation. For the, the thing that she's accusing Joe of, um, I think she's had her say. And let's see if we can, if she has some evidence. She needs some some sort of evidence because... She has no evidence or corroboration for any of this shit. And if she had had it, I might believe it. You'd have to, I'd have to see what she had, you know, but, um, yeah, nope, nope. I'm tired. I'm tired of Reed. I don't believe her. And I'm at the point where like, I want to fucking sue her for being like bothering me. Like, I feel like she's stalking me around the internet. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear any more shit about her crotchless underwear, her husband that she says might have been a serial killer, uh, DNA, them trying to take DNA from him for uh, two missing people's cases. Done, done, done with all that shit. The the different five, seven different stories she tells about just how she left DC. Done. All her friends that lie. Done. Her brother. Done. All these people can go fuck off. I'm fucking done. So, Tara, I'm sorry. Please go fuck off somewhere. Fuck out of here. Stop talking. Okay? Stop. Just stop. Because you're just adding shit and adding shit. And it's getting more convoluted and more convoluted and more convoluted to the point where now you just look like a fucking clown. And it's it's like, I feel secondhand embarrassment. Like, just as a woman, like, what are you doing? And <laughs> if I was your friend, I would tell you like, Hey, you know, you're, people are really saying that you don't sound believable. Um, you know, can you just like pull back a little bit? No, nope, She's going to fucking go full bore. So 
Um, we're pretty much going to be stuck with this Tara Reid thing, but I don't think that it's going to follow us to election day in a bad way where people are going to be like, I'm not voting for Joe. Cause that, cause what else do you have, honey? You have some shit that you said about him finger banging you in the hallway in front of everybody. And people are like, come on, that shit doesn't make any sense. Nothing she's saying makes sense. Nothing she's saying makes sense. Nothing. Nothing she's saying makes sense. Nothing. So you, what else did, did I have another subject? I thought I did have another one. Um, it's her fucking fault, but it was just Kamala is in ahead. Wasn't it? Kamala's in the lead. Kamala's in the lead. Kamala's in the lead, lead, lead. So she's winning. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's winning. Oh, fuck. It was that motherfucker. Do you know that my, that Flynn is getting out of motherfucking this whole shit? He, he, he's not going to go to jail. He's going to probably get his fucking job back, dude. Straight up. It's a scandal. Straight up. It's a scandal. It's a scam. It's bad. So I love you guys. You, you can like the show. Donate to the shows. Subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed. You can leave voicemails for the podcast. Um, go ahead and leave the voicemails and I will play them and see if they are not mean and if they are not mean as hell then maybe i'll put it on the show even if it, if even if it's super mean though fuck it i'll just put it up fuck it just to show how much of a victim i am because that's what tara would do <laughs> all right y'all love y'all bye hello bianca this is vermont senator bernie sanders you have put a damper on my revolution. First of all, De La Rosa is a Hispanic last name, if I am not mistaken. So I should have you in the bag. I can hear you smoking on your podcast. I don't know what you're smoking, but I don't understand why you people are behaving this way. In a way that I would call uppity. Please. Stop your podcast. Thank you. This has been Brave and the K-Hive Podcast, the only place where you can find the woman who has destroyed the entire revolution by herself. Oh, yeah. Like the show. Subscribe to the show. You can donate to the show at PayPal at Bravenac. Um, cash app which is Brave Knack 2, and Venmo at superbrave81, or you can donate directly on the Anchor website. Um, you may hear some, have heard some uh, recordings before this that were complaints or you know praises for the show. I've started leaving the voicemails. So go ahead and leave a voicemail if you have a complaint and it's not crazy, or if you have something good to say about the show, and I will add it to the show and it will come up at the end like it did today. Or maybe it didn't. I don't know <laughs> which day it is. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>